Hello, Jonathan. Good evening, Jeffrey. How are you feeling today, John? Well, I'd, I'd just like to offer a little bit of life, life advice for our readers that when you walk through a storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. <laughs> Re- you because at the end of the storm, even one that goes on for 30 years, there is a golden sky and the sweet, sweet silver song of the lark. <laughs> did, you, did you just say... Uh... Did you just say readers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> readers, listen. Hey, if, if we've got any listeners with with hearing problems, they can get this subtitled, no doubt, on the various networks. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, we'll have to work on that. Actually, maybe we should like start transcribing this podcast. <laughs> uh, you, so, uh, John, how 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 hammered are you right now? Um. Well, I've had a couple of quadruples tonight. I'm on to my third, so uh, I'm I'm working on it. You're working working. out. What are you drinking? What are are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a nice little whiskey called uh, Writer's Tears. Oh, I've heard of that. It's really nice, actually. Is it? Oh shit! So so, uh, yeah, I I thoroughly recommend it to our readers, and particularly when you're in a celebratory (laughs) mood. And listeners, because this is an audio podcast. Audio? Audio? It's, it's, it's all words. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm only drinking a, uh, a, a, a Yinling uh, traditional lager because uh, I just got off of work. So, <laughs> like literally 10 minutes ago, just got off of work. Uh, in case you're wondering what we're babbling about, um, mere, a mere hour ago... Liverpool have won the Premier League title, their first ever Premier League title, their first top division title in 30 goddamn years. Like I hadn't done my GCSEs when that happened. The, you know, the top year of school, our exams, I yeah. hadn't done them. Yeah, I was uh, I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. It, it cut that. I was a junior in high school Wow. when this happened, and I, I knew nothing about football back then. Well, so it would have completely passed me by. I just have to say, for all the debate that happened about the England midfield for uh, you know however long it was a decade or more, with who was better, Frank Lampard has done what Steve Gerrard could never do and has won a title for Liverpool tonight. Wow! Ooh, wow! (laughs) Well, you know, uh, Christian Pulisic did the same thing for uh, for Jurgen Klopp. Scored oh, yeah. won a title for Jurgen Klopp, but not at Borussia Dortmund. Hey, Agent Klopp, he trained up. He trained up Pulisic at Dortmund, and you know, and Will Will Ian could have come to us, didn't? Off he goes. Beautiful. Um, Liverpool winning the title with seven match rounds to go. That is a new record. Ironically, the both the earliest and the latest ever won. Unreal. Unreal. The. You would never have said, with a side as good as Man City have been for the past two years, and and, and they're still not a bad side this year by any stretch of the imagination, how Liverpool would finish that far ahead of them, and are still on re- on course to put up a points record. I yeah, think we, uh, 105 still, points is it would be a record if, if, they, if, if they achieve that. 105. 101 would be the record for England. 
Oh, okay. But yeah, 105 so, would be a definite record then. So. Yeah, I think I think we can we can get 107. Is it after Arsenal? We've dropped. Yeah, we dropped seven points, maximum 114. Not that I've thought about this at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, like but a- yeah, of course, you know Liverpool had to do their job yesterday. They they whooped Crystal Palace's ass four uh, nil. Um, so that that, that that was certainly exercising some demons. Yeah. Because what happened the last time you fought, you you went up against Crystal Palace in a game that uh, where the title was basically on the line. Yeah, this time we didn't need to go for the goal difference. (laughs) That was fun. Yeah, and then yeah, and frankly, it was a an all round great performance. As as Cop said, you know, we were what's it five minutes to go, four nil up, and we were still hassling them in their area, looking to create chances. Even uh, Nico Williams, who came on right back, the uh, the youngster, he he was trying to score. There's damnedest to score. Brilliant to watch. And all the four goals, uh, frankly, half they could be goals. Season contenders, most of them, just the way they were worked. Absolutely superb with the passing, the movement, the strikes. Um, Trent's work, Trent's free kick. Uh, Fabinho for R. Oh, just no, the keeper had no chance. It was wonderful. It's a it's a sort of performance you'd want to win the title with, and, and, and to be sure, Chelsea did did win that legit. I mean, there it was a uh, a penalty given to you know after Fernandinho handballed in the box to deny yeah, a goal was, going in. It um, was it quite blatant, despite the, despite the coverage I was watching. Going, oh, I don't know. I can say I've got he's handballed it. It's blatant. Uh, uh, Arlo White and Graham Lasso were pretty. Uh, were pretty adamant it was a penalty, so it, it uh, on was. the MB, it, on the NBC feed, it was undeniable. It was a penalty. I, I can understand why the ref missed it because there were a lot of bodies in that box. But oh yeah, uh, I mean, well, I mean, Jesus Christ, that whole sequence was like three potential goals did not go in because it, they were just it was just pinballing. Um, yeah, I mean that sequence was absolutely insane, and that uh, was on top of Carl Walker clearing off the line. Was yeah, it the two? I, Earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, I mean, it seems like we're we're talking an awful lot about uh, Chelsea here, uh, yeah, Chelsea I, and City. But let's you know, let, let, let's bring this back around. Liverpool. Well, well, um, let mention De Bruyne's free kick as well because that was absolutely magnificent. It was. It, no, it, it was. But even then, that draw would have set you through. Yes, absolutely. I, uh, I would have been quite happy if, as long as City didn't win, I was all good. Yeah. So, you know, just think you could have actually won it yesterday had you gotten a better result at, um, you know, at Goodison Park on Sunday, as we discussed on on the episode. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Goodison Park, we tend to get a draw at Goodison Park, except we tend to not want to be beaten at their place by Liverpool, which... Much as I want them to, I can understand it. You know, I wouldn't want them to like down for us. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you don't want that. But uh, wow, my God! So th- th- this journey that really began last season when Liverpool finished a mere point behind City, and it was close <laughs> the, the the whole rest of the way, but at the same time, Liverpool winning the Champions League under Klopp. I mean that, that 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 certainly had to have been the 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 template. Say, you know what, we can do this. Yeah, it's a catalyst. It, you know, you you need you have to get that first trophy on the board somewhere. And 
it's it's not usual that your first trophy is the Champions League, you know, but it's a good place to start. And you know, since since what's it, was it June the first last year, the we are still currently champions of Europe, champions of England now, and champions of the world. Yeah. So well, you're not champions of. Of 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 Europe anymore because you lost you you, you went out so yeah you're you're, you're no hey, longer champions of Europe. Us. No one's replaced us yet. <laughs> and until that trophy is lifted, no one's replaced us. We John, that trophy. J- 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 John, you've been dethroned. Come on, man. <laughs> we're, we're champions of everything right now. You're, and, you're, until, you're, until, a, lame, you're that... a lame you're a lame duck champions of Europe. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but we're champions of everything. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we you, you haven't won MLS or or uh, or Copa Libertadores. So, <laughs> well, we, if they want to let us in, we'll do it and we'll take them as well. <laughs> At the moment, though, it's like it's like Alexander the Great weeping salt tears because there are no more worlds left to conquer. Yeah, well, unless unless Mars wants to send their best boys, come on, bring them on. Well, until next season, anyway. <laughs> Absolutely, but, uh... that's. What, It'll come crashing down now. I've said all this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, we'll, I mean we, we, we've been saying this all season, and I mean, how, how good does it feel too to have not been decreed the champions, but to actually do it, you know, because of the pitch and 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 and, and on the pitch results rather than you know by decree, yeah. like with what happened with Celtic and 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 and, and PSG in their league. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. But you you. You take it if it happened, obviously, but 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 football, there's a, but there's an asterisk that'll be next to it the yeah, whole whole way. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know. But we were further ahead than anyone has been in the English top division before. Um, so you're going really? You're going to quibble that? But you put it on the pitch, um, unanswerably. You you accumulate the points. You, we won it as early as any team has ever won it here. We, it, you know, it, it's there's no arguments about it. It's, it's, you know, it's a parade here now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on that note, I just want to mention, um, yeah, speaking of parades, um, yeah, it doesn't seem to be a whole lot of social distancing over in Anfield going on right now, <laughs> or, or, or mass being worn. Uh, I, I'd be a little concerned if I were you. Yeah, I'm not surprised at that. Funnily enough, um, I've, I've been watching the various sports channels and the players are at a hotel and they're not revealing where the hotel is, quite rightly. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, keep see- yeah I keep seeing uh, footage of them. Oh, I see. Oh, wow, now we have... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, NBC's showing some footage right now. Yeah, I, I am not seeing a whole lot of mass or, or social distancing going on. I'm, I'm a little concerned. Yeah, they, they've been with this party for 30 years, but can you imagine what the party is going to be like when you're allowed the big gatherings again. How big is that procession going to be? How big is that party that you've waited 30 plus years for? You know, you saw what the Champions Leagues were like. And the Champions Leagues, yeah, they're fantastic. We we love them, but this is the trophy that has been an obsession for the club. You know, that uh, you, you had... Had us going close in 2009. You had us runners up to that fantastic Arsenal side back in 2002. You had um, Brendan Rodgers' side had its heart broken at Palace. I think you were. I think you were. Weren't you runners up uh, the Invincibles year too? Uh, no. no, no, we were. We were on the way down then because uh, we signed Salah. Oh, Dow. that's right. You were fifth that year. That's right. 
Yeah, we we uh, two thousand was it two thousand four the Invincibles year two thousand three four. Yeah, it was two thousand three four was the Invincibles. Yeah, year. yeah, we 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 finished fourth because we sneaked. Um, yeah, we sneaked the Champions League spot that year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know what happened next. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, when you think about all the all the managers that have come between Kenny Dalglish in nineteen ninety and Jurgen Klopp in twenty twenty, including Kenny Dalglish again, twice. Twice, um, and how they just failed to 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 match that. I mean, everything goes in cycles, as you know, as I'm you know discovering as an Arsenal fan right now. Even though we, we won today, but we're not here to talk about Arsenal. Um, hey, it's an Arsenal. Uh, you know, Liverpool win for the first time in thirty years. Arsenal win an away game in the Premier League, which it's an age of miracles. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I mean, when you look at that third, that's you know. Look at the, the 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 caliber of managers who did not make it, but got close. Like, I mean, Gerard Houllier, um, Brendan Ra- Rodgers, Rafa Benitez. Even even Roy Evans went close in '97, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, again, Kenny Dalglish again didn't make it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking a club ten years ago. Um, we appointed Roy Hodgson and signed Paul Koncheski and Christian Paulson because we could do no better. The bank considered us a toxic asset. We were in the shit after, you know, Hicks and Gillette because they, they came in with all the promises. The financial crash happened. They couldn't deliver. We were in big trouble. And then the first step, FSG won the court case. It, that, that felt like the club was saving itself. And from then, you know, they haven't gone in a flat, a straight upward curve. They, they've had to learn on the way to do things. But, you know, in the in the years since, they've made mistakes. They've learned from them. They've appointed, frankly, as good a manager as, as there is in the world today. Um, and and they, have, they have raised Liverpool again. Um, and they haven't done it by being sugar daddies. They've done it by... Finding players, um, you know, finding players cheap. And, and Coutinho is the obvious example. We signed him for $8 million and sold him for was 125 plus. You know, turn, turned that into Alisson and Van Dyke. Essentially the foundation of our title win here. They have been exemplary owners. It, it's, you know, it, it's, you know, it's not Abramovich. It's not uh, city City's... Um, City's owners, it's been done straight. It's not been done just by, in in relative terms, obviously, it's not been done by um, gaming the financial rules. It's been done by complying with the regulations and just building and build. It's it's been an absolute joy to be a part of. I mean, it, we we all know football is, it, it it's largely you know it can be periods of boredom punctuated by the most magnificent moments you can ever imagine. But every, I, I think those moments just are going to happen every single week under Klopp, because he does that to you. You know, he said turning doubters into believers. I mean, he, he is a bit of a dork, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but a lovable dork, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, here's a question I have for you. Do you think that uh, maybe a lot, and, and, and I could be way off here, 
But do, yeah. you, do you think there is any way, shape, or form that the 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 attitude and even the 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 psyche and the psychology of the club started turning around after some some modicum of justice was finally done for Hillsborough? Do you think do you think there's a do you think there's a line there? Obviously, I don't want to cheapen it by you know make, making. Well, no, set. of course not. But what I'm saying yeah. is, as far as just the the overall psyche of the club, it, it's a certain weight lifted. I think not just off the club, but off the whole city, because that was that was a slight on the whole city, not just you know not just a, a club. You, you look, it was on the ordinary people who went to the game. It was the establishment of the time. Um, essentially deploying every single weapon they had to say, sit down, shut up, it was your fault, and people standing up for I was twenty for over twenty five years to make sure that their relatives' names were cleared. And you know, it cost them their lives, some of them. Yeah. It and you, you can't give that back to them. But But I mean it, it, I mean that that became part of the identity of Liverpool in such a way that maybe not even the Munich air disaster became part of Manchester United's identity, for example. Well, oh, it, it had to. Um, I mean, the, the club owned it, particularly um, post-Hillsborough, where Kenny Douglas made sure that a player or, player or more than one player attended every single funeral of someone who died from Hillsborough and... It, it it cost him at the time because it you know he, you read any of his autobiographies he'll tell you quite openly he should have taken a break and he never did and he he basically took a city on his back in mourning on his back at that point and right. that that's what that's why your greatest um, so Liddell Shankly Paisley et al are that situation that unique situation they they never did that. They never could do that. They would have done it if they were there, undoubtedly. But man, that's why he is <laughs> probably the greatest figure associated with the club, really. Well, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on that one because like, I still got some issues with uh, how his uh, last reign at, at Liverpool went. But um... oh, uh, oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, there they were errors, particularly around the uh, the Suarez errors. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, but again, too, look at look at the. You know the, the the caliber of player that Liverpool had had at that time in, in these intervening years, and they never were able to cross. Like, like Steven Gerrard never won a title at Liverpool, and he was basically a lifer. You know, bar that you know year at Galax at LA Galaxy. You know, it was it because the club was essentially terribly. It, it was behind the scenes badly managed for a long time. Um, David Moores, for instance, put absolutely everything. On the back of Rick Parry, in an age, you know, in an age where football was going, where particularly Premier League clubs were looking globally, you had global pressure. It, it, the infamous thing is the Liverpool club shop wasn't open the day after Istanbul. You know, when when you're going to sell a shitload of merchandise if you if you're clever enough. Yeah. And people, you know, now that that's insanity. <laughs> Rick Rick Parry is is not particularly liked, but. There, there is no one in the world who could have succeeded in the situation he was in because he was supposed to run every single department of a football club. And they, no, you can't do that. Not not in the modern age. 
he was the, i think the, the the analogy is we were still trying to be a corner shop in the age of a, a age of the supermarkets yeah well i mean uh, again i mean again look at the, the the caliber of players you've had since i mean just since i've been actively watching football i mean uh, steven gerrard um michael owen um you just put Robbie Fowler, Fernando Torres. Torres yeah, Torres. Robbie Torres. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, Luis Suarez. Um, yeah, Sturridge in that one season. Yeah, Stur- well, and Sterling, too. I mean, Sterling. He, he's won oh, titles, but not at Liverpool. No, but then James Milner's won titles at City and Liverpool. Yeah, I not, mean, yeah. People have uh, won titles two clubs in, in England. I mean, <sighs> it, it, it seems like, in a weird way, you know, everybody misuses the term "moneyball" in football to mean that you're throwing a bunch of money for it, which is not—that is not what moneyball is. Moneyball no. is supposed to be getting the best players, most economical players that are there are the best players at their position for the money you can afford, and making a team around that. And it's actually seemingly what Jurgen Klopp has done. Yeah, it's it's being smarter than you're opposite. You know, you're talking like Andy Robertson, who's at Hull, eight million pounds. Yeah, you know, we yeah we saw, but when the best available, when you know when Van Dijk and Allison are there, you spend the money on them, fine. But you, Matip on a free, Ginny Ronaldo, um, you know Salah for thirty million now looks a bargain the way he's come on right. money, rent same money. I mean, he, he, they tend to get, like, a bunch of cast-offs from, like, other clubs. Like, you know, Virgil van Dijk. I mean, hell, I remember him at Celtic, you know? Yeah. Who, when he went to Southampton, and, and you know, he was very good for Southampton, but did anyone see him turning into just, frankly, the best defender in the world as right now? Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, like... You know, he was, you know, you said Salah. I mean, how many times, how many players have Liverpool bought from Chelsea? And then this is the one that finally turned good, turned up, you know, turned up golden, you know? Yeah. Um, with, again, the, the, um, a guy who maybe isn't generally known, but should get more credit is a guy called Michael Edwards behind the scenes, who's the head of the analytics department, who looks at who Liverpool should sign. They don't sign players just, you know, they don't go, we're going to go for, you know, Kylian Mbappe or, um, or say, um, or say, say back in the day, Gigi Buffon. Um, that, that sort of, they don't go with the active sign, the big names. They go for the place who fit what the club wants to do, who fit the system. Yeah. And they've got a whole team of sports scientists and sports scientists on that who work together to find it. It's um, when Brendan Rodgers got sacked, there was a, I believe there was a, a, a source leaked, uh, you know, something saying something about geeks in, you know, geeks with laptops. And sometimes they're the smart guys as well. You know, they, they provide you the material to win. You've, you've got to you've got to put the players together. You've got to put the squad together. It's like City have put that squad for Pep together, admittedly, with, with the backing of, you know, a sovereign nation's oil wealth. Right. But, well, but it's they... like you, well, you know, Sam Allardyce. You know, we we all made made fun of him because you know, frankly, he deserves it. But I mean, yeah. how many times has Sam Allardyce? You know, he was you know going and um, you know trying to you know do sports science and you know you know new training methods. Okay, great. But I mean, to 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 to, to make that work without having the bunch of money thrown at it, you know, on top of it too. 
Oh, yeah. Which is not to say that Liverpool is a poor club by any stretch of the imagination, but they're not, they don't have the infinite, you know, oligarch resources that Chelsea and Man City do. No, not in the slightest. Um, Let let alone a PSG or a Barcelona or, you know. Yeah, we're a a second sort of tier club on that front. But... Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I I know it's getting. I know it's like you know, <laughs> nearly midnight where you are right now. But um, yeah, I, 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 I we could sit here and talk all day. I mean, and, and the season's not even over yet. We still have seven more match rounds to go. More records can still be broken, but the 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 truly important one has now been broken. Um, <laughs> the 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 thirty year <laughs> gap between titles. <laughs> I was going to think the truly important one. I thought you were going to say the Invincibles there. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. Y'all botched that one. Thanks, Watford. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, John, all I can—I I, I don't know what else I can say except congratulations. Uh, very well deserved because Liverpool, the last two seasons, have been one of the 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 most enjoyable teams to watch as a football club, if not play against, but, um, obviously I'm not going to disagree, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And I know that, uh, shout out to, uh, Dave Ryan and Lee Malone of, uh, of the days of thunder podcast, uh, on the pro wrestling only feed. Cause there are, they're Manchester United fans. They're, they're not very happy right now, but you know, it's okay. We, I, I understand I'm an Arsenal fan, man. You know, I, we, we were the one who ended Liverpool's run to begin with. And now, you know, this is what we're facing now, you know, look, look at it this way. I remember when, uh, United won. The, in fact, I was there when United won the league for the first time in 26 years. Cause, uh, my family are Villa fans. And I was at Villa uh, when Oldham beat them with a Nick Henry goal 1-0 to hand United the league. So, and I remember from university, we were throwing what would be memes today around. There were bad jokes. There were bad jokes going around about Man United. They were bad. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I, 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 I guess I'll leave it off with uh, two, two other questions uh, real quick for you. Number one. What do you think the odds of being able to do this again? If not next season, but soon, the odds. Look look at the side that Liverpool have. Apart from maybe Milner, who's 34, you know, Henson's just hitting 30. We're going to be there next year um, and probably thereafter too. Um, we need to, to make intelligent signings again beyond that to get there, but we, we're going to be competitive for two or three years, I think. Okay, and then my my other question: Who do you think the next club that has not won the title in you know since since dirt was new? Oh. Who do you think the next club to do that could be? How far back are we going here? So uh, what, ten, fifteen years? I mean, I don't think. I mean, I I heard a stat that Everton hasn't won a goddamn thing since nineteen ninety five. No, the FA Cup with uh, Joe Royal. Um, I, I, I remember that day because I met Terry Pratchett immediately after the game. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I lived in Worcester. He was doing a signing. I just went straight down there, uh, got soul music signed. Um, oh, that's a good question. Because you... <laughs> I mean, if you don't have an answer for it right now, that's fine. I mean... Yeah, can I, look at someone like Spurs who, 
who are in a possible position. But again, with Mourinho, I don't fancy them doing that. Um, Man City won it. Who's who's in a position? There's no one really in a position to make the leap to champions just now. Are it Wolves? And see, well, I, I would love Wolves to do it, but I think Wolves will, will because they're a club run by um, Portuguese agents here, will um, will likely sell off someone like players like Jimenez and Troy at some a profit at some point soon. Um, I, I would love it to be Wolves. I would absolutely love it because again, they're a really good side okay, to watch. Kevin, okay, Kevin Keegan. Love it. I love it. <laughs> hey, can could, Keegan... could, could Newcastle ever get their shit together and win the title? Well, if they get that takeover done, um, you never know. Have they, what was the last time they won the title, if ever? Uh, oh, God. Is, is it going pre-war? It might, it might be the 1930s, if oh not God. 1940s. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I would have to look that up. Um, but I know, I know Wolves are the 50s. Um I, th- I think Wolves are in the best position right now overall for that. Um, okay. may- maybe Spurs because they they do have players like Harry Kane and some, but their window's very limited and they have a weak a lot of weaknesses in that squad. I know right. you, don't, you didn't want to hear that particularly, but <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I, I, I know it's late where you are. I, I know you, you got to get your drink on. So uh, I'm getting, I've been getting my drink on through this whole podcast. What have you been doing, dude? Uh, <laughs> but um, all right, John, once again, congratulations. Um, Thank what you. More could be said. Um, we probably should have done this last year after they won the Champions League, but I was. I, I think we were both uh, not at home. I think you you were like, oh, I was in Dublin, um, uh, and I was in Seattle. And they so, were yeah. a hell of a party there. Let me tell you. Yeah, you, you were in Dublin. I was in Seattle. So, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, my guy. Well, um, I don't know. I mean, probably in, still in about two weeks, we'll do another regular episode of uh, of the podcast. But this, I, I think you all can understand this really kind of warranted a, uh, a special edition here. So, uh, so John, John, I'll leave you to have the, uh, the final word tonight. Are you going to make me sing here? You don't have to. I just wanted you to have the final word. <laughs> all, all I can say is whatever, whatever the trouble you're in at the end of the storm, as I said at the start, there is a golden sky somewhere. Always hold on to that guys. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, until then, it's uh, it's good night for me, and it's uh, number nineteen from him. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care, everyone. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high. And don't be afraid of the dark At the end of a storm There's a golden sky And the sweet silver song of love